0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of Unipass Market Insights in 2024. My name is Florian Oberländer. I will be your host for today. And as usual, I'm very delighted to welcome Unipass Chief Analyst Gregor Petz. Hi, Gregor. Hi, Florian. Good to see you. Good to see you too. And as usual, we prepared some very interesting topics. We will Discuss potential um, price drivers for this year. Uh, We will take a closer look um, to the current situation in the Red Sea and what impact it could have uh, On the European markets, then we will take a closer look also on power prices and how they are built and as a specialty topic We will discuss the bidding zone review Um, however We start as usual with the current situation on the energy markets. Gregor, in 2023, we saw still elevated price levels. um, However, not as volatile as in 2022. Um, And towards the end of the year, we kind of saw a bearish development there. Um, Some um, temporary price spikes due to um, geopolitical conflicts that we saw in the world. How has that carried on to 2024 so far?
1: Yeah, these price developments have uh, uh, continued in 2024, as you rightly said we've seen a much calmer energy market um, towards the end of 2023 and uh, the reason being on the one hand um, relatively stable supply but also weaker demand due to the in general uh, slower economic development so that has uh, led to a slowdown on the uh, demand of, uh, for energy and together with uh, with a good supply that has led uh, to falling prices Yeah, and part of that uh, demand uh, is because of uh, the, the the economic situation, but also because of uh, relatively warm weather, which in particular uh, led to lower gas prices. That, of course, in turn had then influenced the, the the power prices as well.
0: Good deal. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. It's it's very warm again. Um, mm-hmm. However, um, as we previously discussed um, in the El Nino episode, mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. could see those little cold spells um you know in 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 q1 of this year especially at the very beginning of 2024 we have had that and this was a good test i think um how did prices react back then
1: yeah, the prices were <clears throat> quite unimpressed in Europe. So um, uh, that was what I would saw, uh, say a cold episode. It wasn't really a long cold spell uh, that uh, would have um, basically put a risk to security of supply. We have seen uh, locally some of extreme weather, but overall uh, that was uh, only temporarily. And uh, we are now back into a relatively warm weather. So overall, that this doesn't change the picture. Uh, that the weather has um, has has dampened demand. Okay. Mm.
0: Okay. understood. Now, looking forward a little bit uh, into 2024, um, we have currently um, some conflicts in the world. And, um, you know, we also always discuss um, economic growth in in China. Uh, Do you see any potential bullish drivers for this year at this point?
1: Yeah, the conflicts could have, um, uh, of course, a bullish uh, impact in case they would um, reduce the availability of of, of energy on a a global scale. So far, that's not the case. And um, the prevailing effect is that uh, these uh, conflicts have a dampening effect on the global economy. So uh, any kind of uh, slowdown of trade or um uh, trade conflicts or conflicts like in the Red Sea where the Houthis are attacking uh, sea going vessels uh, that uh, are heading for the for the Red Sea and for the Suez Canal um uh, that uh, that has a slowdown effect on global economy and also the general concerns um and the the economic climate is is, is slowing down and that is momenta- momentarily the stronger effect as compared to a potential reduction of availability of energy yeah so we don't see that right now the energy is available the energy is available and although uh, cargoes have to take a uh, longer route yeah uh, by the cape of good hope for example if qatari cargoes uh, are heading for europe and um, that uh, slowdown in 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 uh, in, in sea uh, trade yeah, uh, has not led to uh, reduced availability of energy on a global scale
0: okay um because, you know, this is, this is a very relevant topic, especially when we talk about security supply for, for Europe yeah. um, and something mm-hmm. that we at Unipar observe very closely, especially the, the LNG teams, um, because if they wouldn't be able to transport cargoes through the Suez Canal, they have to take alternative routes, which take a little bit longer. And down the line, of course, it would impact power prices as well in Europe. Um, Can you give us some insights on what the current situation is for for the power market?
1: The power prices also have come down as a result uh, uh, of the weaker demand, but also as a result of the lower gas prices and also lower carbon prices um so whereas in 2022 we have largely seen prices on average of uh, above uh, 200 euros per megawatt hour in 2023 it was less than half of that uh, that value so this is of course in general good news for um the private households that have to pay those bills uh, and also the industrial um, users of uh, of electricity, so that has uh, has considerably come down. But also behind that is, of course, a weaker economic environment, which is not good news.
0: Of course um i think when we're talking about um um, demand i think it's down five percent compared to the previous year uh, around that so quite significant yeah um Mm. but let's let's stay with power prices for um a minute here because i think it's very important um to highlight this as well how are power prices built especially when we're talking about you know renewable energy or the impact of Mm -hmm. commodities Mm. to the price can you explain a little bit in in detail how they are
1: formed Yeah, so as I said, the the gas price influences uh, the power price, given that, uh, for example, in Germany last year, more than half of the uh, power production came from renewable energy sources. You may ask yourself, why does the gas price even have an an influence on those prices? And the reason is that the gas price is uh, the the power price is built by the last plant that is operating uh, that is needed then to match the demand to produce the last kilowatt hour that is uh, that, that is needed in the market yeah and uh, there's a unified price so there's an auction taking place and uh, the 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 most expensive plant that still is needed to fulfill the demand uh, sets the price that plant very often is a gas plant in particular in those hours where renewables uh, are either not available or are fully maxed out. So in these hours, the gas-fired uh, plant sets the price, which means in these hours the gas price has an influence on the power price. And yeah. this is how the how the electricity market works okay. in Europe. Yeah. Well
0: explained thank you very much and uh, I think it's it's good to highlight there as well and of course if you don't have renewables available for whatever reason you know no wind or uh, no sun um, that is much quicker to fire up a gas um, powered um, a power plant um and everybody knows it from from the barbecue at home uh gas is much quicker to uh fire up than than coal and of course we see less coal being used anyways so this is also um, kind of a bridge technology
1: there absolutely
0: yeah Mm -hmm. but let's let's stay with power um you know as a specialty topic we wanted to discuss the bidding zone review something Mm -hmm. that is currently in the news and will Mm -hmm. be on the agenda for 2024 for a lot of people um can you explain a little bit what is behind the bidding zone review
1: Yeah a bidding zone that's uh, the area where this price formation I tried to explain earlier takes place so in in uh, each bidding zone you have a the demand of energy the 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 customers that are using uh, the the power in this area the the industry that is using um the power and of of course then the the power plants in, in this area So in Germany um, we have uh, one bidding zone only. So which means we only have one wholesale market power price in Germany and uh, this price formation uh, only takes place uh, basically in, in this unified area. So what you could of course alternatively do is you you split that and you do these auctions in in various areas. So in a northern area, southern area, eastern area, western area. And uh, this could make sense because the uh, demand and the supplying in each part of uh, the country is different. So, for example, in Germany, in the north, we have more renewable energy um, and uh, comparatively less uh, industrial consumption. In the south, there's much more industrial consumption, uh, but less uh, um, less renewables. Yeah. Yeah? And uh, so it could make sense then to, uh, to basically have a different price uh, than to more um, optimally steer the system. At the same time, of course, some uh, benefit from that, others have a disadvantage. This is why uh, the ACER, the Agency for the Coordination of the Electricity Regulators in Europe, then uh, every um, couple of years has to perform a review whether the setup of the bidding zones in Europe (coughs) is still optimal. And this is what they're doing at the moment. And uh, the result could be that in Germany we see more than one bidding zone, but Uh, at the end, it's a political decision whether that actually will take place. So it's not decided yet whether that will take place.
0: Okay. Good deal. Yeah. We will keep our listeners and uh, viewers, of course, up to date there as well, because, you know, it's, um, relevant for us as a company, um, too. So we will give you an update as soon as we have further news on this Gregor. This is already the first episode for 2024. Thank oh, you very much for already. your insights. Yes, 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 yes. But we will be back with more and uh, hope you tune in next time again. Until then, see you. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Looking forward to the next one.